Welcome to the Playdate Podcast. The podcast where each episode we discover a new song made and sent in by a complete stranger. I'm Slow Magic. I'm an anonymous masked electronic musician. And I'm Dream Angel, creative director, and I make pretty things. Podcast City. Which number is this? Uh, so this episode, I think, is 17. Cool. We are almost adults, the podcast, and we can smoke. But don't smoke. True. Podcast don't. Yeah, we're not smokers. We are not a smoking family. Nope. No smoking, no joking. Read our writer. We're no smoking. You guys should not be smoking. It's bad for you. Yeah, I think we've talked about it on the podcast. But if not, just don't smoke now because COVID and and don't smoke after COVID. And if you do smoke, just like don't tell us about it because we will get very preachy if we're in the same place. Which we've already done now on the podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry. It's your life. (laughs) We started off on a very like parental note. So it's because we're almost 18. <laughs> yeah, we got to make the rules. Um. So, hey, Dream Angel, how are you? <laughs> Fine, how are you? I'm good. So, like, what time is it? It's 11.59. It's still today. And when does the podcast come out? Uh, Technically, it's in a minute. That is the day that it comes out. So, for anyone listening who thinks we're on our bullshit we're not <laughs> i feel like we say that every episode but you know what we're doing somewhat the best that we can that's true so thank you guys for bearing with us bearing with us yeah thanks for bearing with us but you know what i think that the best part of podcasts is the talking so we're doing <laughs> that it's true and we have music so Really, we've got what other podcasts have, but music as well. No other podcast has that. None. It's true. We're the only podcast with music, which is actually something I really feel like all other podcasts should start doing. Yeah. Where are you going? I'm not going anywhere. I'm trying to find something. (laughs) Just, like, hold their attention. Well, okay, speaking of music, this week we do have a song, and it's coming to you from Isla Din. And it's Sad Age. Yes. And later on, we talked to Navi.6 and Hollow Green about their song. It was a great combo. It was. We had we a, learned lot. a lot. We had a lot of fun. Jinked. So we will meet up with them later. But, yeah. So, what are you thinking about right now? I was thinking about, I'm trying to like not look at the podcast thing. I was trying to think of what comes next. Well, I'm thinking about facts. 
Oh, is it time to go to the corner? It's time. To... Wait, you know what? Let's hold back. Sorry, guys. Okay. Do you have anything to plug? That was a good tease. Um, yeah, actually. So tomorrow, I'm releasing a new song with Manila Killa, and it's called Closer to You. So it's coming out tomorrow everywhere. You can stream it. If you want, you can go to closertoyou.me. And that's you, the letter U. And you can... The number two. Yeah. The... <laughs> okay, it's pretty complicated. So closer, number two, letter U, dot me. It's like a password. <laughs> it looks cooler than it sounds. Like, it looks good. But yeah, it's like a password. You type it in and you can get the song. Stream it for free. We made a deal, a special deal with Spotify and Apple that you can stream it on there for free if you buy it. And if not, you have ads. Yes. It's a special deal I got going. It's an exclusive deal. I'm one of the few artists they let do streams. So. So stream it. I think that's true. And for me. What are your plugs? Well, I've been blogging at dreamlinealliance.com. Com. And I've been, I just put up a video on my YouTube and I'm, I have more YouTube videos coming out, just vlogs. Nice. And what is your YouTube? So people can find oh, it. That's a good question. Probably. Dream Angel. Yes. <laughs> just search Vermont Spring Dream Angel. And it'll yes. show up. And I repost it on mine as well. So you can find it there. Yeah, just look at Slow Magic. Awesome. I love your blog. I love your vlog. Thanks. And I love your song. Thank you. <laughs> so now let's get to the area that I was trying to go to, which is my fun fact corner. Okay. That's the sound of the twinkles. Nice. So are you ready for, and if you're for some reason new here, welcome. But also, this is the part where I tell some magic four facts and then he tells me his favorite. So let's start with the first fact. All right, let's do this. Fire away. Okay, so the Waldorf Astoria Hotel once had its own private railroad track at Grand Central so that its guests could enter and exit New York City, largely abandoned. Now it operates only when the president is in town in case the need arises for an emergency exit. Wow, that's crazy. Like, so it's an escape from the city? Mm-hmm. Wow. I wonder, like, what the trains looked like. I'm picturing, like, an old school, like, choo-choo train. I'm picturing, like, a really fancy train because it was, like, for their guests to arrive on. Like a bullet train? No, like a choo-choo train, but luxury. <laughs> like a steam engine. Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> That's cool. So they still use it. Wow. But only for the president. Nice. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So my next fact is that in space, no one can hear you scream. Sound, a mechanical wave, cannot travel through a vacuum. Without matter to vibrate through, there is only silence. Wow. Yes. You can actually scream into a vacuum, though. <laughs> like a household vacuum. Trust me on that one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> but no. <laughs> Have you been screaming into a vacuum? Yeah. No. Yeah. Not particularly, but if you, I've heard of the space thing, but I still don't understand. Is that our 
washer machine? I don't know. We're in space and there's a vacuum. Who does laundry at 12.06 in the night? We do. Okay, cool. So space screen. Yes. The third fact is that dreamt in all other variations of the word is the only word in the English language that ends with MT. Isn't that interesting? So there's like the word undreamt, which is also like dreamt. Hmm. But it's the only word that ends in MT. Wow, that's crazy. I was writing this down because I like to take notes and I put a dreamt. I was spelling it wrong with, with a, a P. No way. Dreamt. But <laughs> is that more common, like a PT? Maybe I was just wrong. Like inept? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So dream, dreamt. Dreamt. Dreamt angel. Yes, dreamt angel. That's the past tense of dream angel. Yeah, dreamt angel. Dreamt angel? The past tense of dream angel sounds really dark. Dreamed angel? No, like... (laughs) 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 Whatever. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Cool. Yes. I like that. And my fourth fact is that the Basenji, and I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, the Basenji dogs... Sorry, Basenji dogs are the only breed that doesn't bark. And they do make sound. They just have like a sound that is more like, I guess, a warbling yodel. So we're going to insert a clip of that right here. Wow, it sounds like a Chewbacca kind of. That's what I thought. It's cute. We just watched a video. Wow. That's cute. Um, there's an artist by the name of Basenji in Australia. Is it an Australian dog? I think it like comes from Africa. Oh, well, that's cool. Sniffles. Shout out to Basenji from Down Under. Yes. He's probably listening. Probably. <laughs> what else would he be doing? Yeah, well, awesome. So, so if I'm not mistaken, we've got four facts here. Yes. We've got Hotel Railroad, Space Scream, Dreamt, <laughs> Dreamt and Basenji. We yodel. <laughs> yeah. Dog yodel. Okay. So what are we... I'm picking my favorite? Yes. You too, I think. So uh, should we pick our favorite and then see if we pick the same one? Yeah. Okay. Do we stay on the count of three? Do, 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 do. Picking the same... I've already picked mine. Uh, I still have to think about this. Okay, I picked mine. Ready? Okay, one, two, two three. three. Hotel <laughs> Railroad. <laughs> no way. Okay, I like that railroad, but I picked the yodel bit dog because dogs are cute. I picked the railroad because, like, I like to imagine the railroad, the railroad car. Yeah. The train that they came in on. It's magical. And like, honestly, there was this other fact that that reminds me of is that there at the top of the Eiffel Tower, there is an apartment. That the designer of the Eiffel Tower made for himself, but he was like, no one else can stay in this except for like really smart scientists and people like that. Like Thomas Edison, I think. What is name Thomas Edison? <laughs> it's yeah. late, you guys. I feel tired and crazy. But he stayed there and like, that was the only example I read. But he also made a lab like right next to the apartment. And like, people like... It was like the object of envy for people, but he was like, nah. And he didn't even stay there, though. 
This but is, why didn't you use this one? This is like my I favorite one. <laughs> in 2016, for like um, FIFA or something. The game. The game. No, the football. <laughs> football. <laughs> they like had a whole thing promotion where like they were renting it out for the first time. But I could not find any pictures of what it looks like now. I could only find these like really bizarro pictures that someone took with like, I think fake versions of people. And it's really weird and looks really dingy and there's gross. There's no photos of historically? No, historically there's like these weird ones if you go to like, I don't know, if you just Google it. But apparently like, I forgot the renting, like like a vacation rental place that was running this promotion, like I guess made it like really luxurious. That's cool. Yeah. I really would love to stay there. That's so cool. <laughs> I didn't know there was actually like livable space up there. Well, like no one did. It was like a secret. That's so cool. You should do that next week too. Okay, I'll do it next week. <laughs> so I can week. pick it. <laughs> but honestly, I'm like, that'd be cool, but you wouldn't be able to get a picture of the Eiffel Tower in your like Instagram <laughs> shot. I'm sure you'd get a good view though. Yeah, that's true. Well, you could like, like get the bottom from down, from above. I'd be like freaked out like i'm yeah. like is there running water in here actually no how long would it take to get up there and do you have to I take the know. stairs yeah wow back then it's you like did. a walk up uh i'd stay home anyway that was great facts this week thanks for bringing those to us and if you guys have facts out there send them dream angels way yes send them by mail p.o box dream angel no, we don't have a P.O. box, but, you know. Yeah. Put them online. So, anyway. My next question is, <laughs> is there anything that you've been into recently? Me? Yeah, you. Sure, yeah. I, like, um, I've been into this new skateboarding game that I really like skateboarding games because I was never the best skateboarder, but I like to play the games, so... <laughs> Nice. You know, Tony Hawk, the classics. But there's a new game called Skater XL, and it's an independent game. And I'm stoked because, I don't know, it's like realistic. I feel like I'm skating. Nice. But it's coming out sometime. I played the beta version. doesn't work very well on my computer. Cool. <laughs> so I can dream. It's going to come out on Switch someday. Nice. But yeah, what about you this week? Or whatever. I've been into, like, the notes app on our phone. <laughs> nice. Because it's, like, really great for making to-do lists. Did you have to, like, write an apology? Public oh, Public no. apology? As I said that, Just I was kidding. like, are people going to think I did something wrong? <laughs> that, that's... Other than get, like, become unsure of the name Thomas Edison? <laughs> no. Because when I said that, I was like, oh, my God, I sound... I think he goes by Tom Edison now. Tommy Edison? But, yeah, the notes app. Yes. I like it. What about it? Well, I like that, like, you and I have a running to-do list. We can each, like, check stuff off once we do it. And, like, yeah, it just feels good to check stuff off. Yeah, the shared notes feature is actually really nice. Like, I don't know. I'm sure there's an app out there that does that. But it's really easy to do on the notes thing. We do our checklist on there. Yeah, just, like, we can both edit it. It's nice. Yeah, it's, like, nice, too, because we can... uh cheer each other on when we finish something like it tells me you updated it and i can look at it true 
That's like, awesome. You never like use it to like encourage people to do things that aren't on their to do list, which I think would just annoy us both if the other person was like, "Did you do this?" Oh, we don't like. We're not if, nagging about yeah. it. I don't think it would work if you're like a nagging type. It might work too well. True, but That's I don't awesome. know. It's a personal preference. I love Notes app. I, I use it to write down things I'll never read again. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but they're there someday. I mean, True. I think writing it down just helps you remember it, even if you never look at it. True. I mean, I have a desk of papers of notes to hopefully prove that right or wrong. That's true. You also, on my own desk, you have like a bunch of notes that you've taken. I think I brought them back in here. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> well, I don't know if you have. We someday we can read through my notes, but today we have something else to talk about. Which is? I don't know. I've got the segue, but I don't know what's next. I think that we should go right into the interview. Okay, well, that's it. This is the song that you've all been waiting for. And it's actually a Playdate exclusive. True. This has never before been heard. You heard it here first. This week's song is... Sad Age. By Isla Den. Yes. Just look around, there's nothing left. When everything's a sedative lately When I awoke another dream From such a height I'd never seen I made a mistake I couldn't see That everything fit perfectly Oh, when I awoke another dream I know you're laying there next to me From where I stand, the solid ground Though all I know has vanished completely When I awoke another dream I tried to move but couldn't leave I made a mistake, I couldn't see That everything did perfectly Oh, when I awoke, another dream I know you're laying there next to me It's just another dream 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 I have It's just another dream just another dream, yeah Just look around, there's nothing left When everything's decided lately When I awoke, another dream From such a height I'd never seen I made a mistake, I couldn't see That everything fit perfectly Oh, when I awoke, another dream I know you're laying there next to me It's just another dream It's just another it's just another dream It's just another dream It's just another dream It's just another dream I have It's just another dream It's just another dream, yeah It's just another dream
I'm Navi.6. I'm Hollow Green. Uh, together, we make music as representatives of Isla Den, which is a secret island off the coast of nowhere. Somewhere, yeah. And uh, when we're not on that island, we're living in Toronto, in Canada, with our cat. Awesome. Welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. So I want to start with your names. Um, those are pretty interesting. Your parents, they must have been really creative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My parents are trees. Okay. So they're quite old. Um, and through those many years of experience, they realize it's all about expression. Oh, Fair. nice. Navi, Navi is the sixth iteration of a software navigational program. Mm. It was sentient. So, yeah, nice. I, don't, I don't know about parents. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure some of our listeners can relate. To yeah. that as well. I think I mean, anyone yeah. on the internet can probably relate in a sense. And what would you say that like Isla Den is like? Like, how would you describe it? Well, we're still in the process of exploring it. Each of our we've released two EPs so far, and we're about to release our third EP. And through each of the EPs, we've ex been exploring a different region of the island. So for the first EP, it was a really calm sort of coastal region. Um, during the second EP, we explored this area of the island that was uh, covered in an acidic energy. So yeah. it was a little bit cursed, a little bit of a troubled place to navigate through. Yeah. And then oh, recently, wow. a volcano uh, covered all the land and lava. So there's not very many trees left over. So we're currently going around to try and build more nature because it's a little bit depressing without trees. So that's kind of the next task. Oh, nice. Would you say that, like, it is like a metaphor for anything that's like going on on earth. Yeah. Or, so yeah, we, we started the project in 2016 and at the time I think we were really interested in this idea of kind of, you know, we're always online looking at the latest coolest thing and kind of starting to feel jealous about other people's lives and politics and kind of had this idea of like, what if we just set sail and just, you know, took some music instruments and some books and some friends and just kind of left it all behind. And it kind of lined up with um, maybe certain world happenings that happened in the fall of 2016. And I think it really quickly became real for us that we do need to make a space for ourselves to kind of escape some of the scary everyday stuff that's happening. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of serves as like both an escape and a place to process real world problems. That's kind of like safe from them that's awesome nice so we listened to your song sad age this week um cool. which we love and Thank you. i guess let's talk about that song yeah like is the song would that like be tied to something that you see on the island yeah, so we're working through developing um, a visual EP that will end us and a game sort of that will go hand in hand with the music and make the experience cohesive um, as it's all together. But yeah, um, this was the, the last track we wrote as we were finishing up the EP. So I guess the freshest and it's most reflective of what's going on in the world right now from our perspective. Yeah, it, it kind of happened. Um during kind of the last few months we were you know stuck at home couldn't really go anywhere all our shows and life got canceled and then one night it just kind of came out and it's going to be the the shortest amount of time between writing a song and then releasing it 
it's only been a few will only have been a few months or other times it's been multiple years so i think we're excited to get something fresh out that really feels like where we're at oh that's awesome um you mentioned a game i mean honestly while you were explaining this island i wanted to walk around um could you tell tell us more about the game yeah so i think video game culture is pretty deeply ingrained into our lives and almost takes on a little bit of like a real world historical context where the games that we play and and consume are not only just worlds for us to explore and and be stressed, but they also, I think the symbols and imagery take on meaning to us. So naturally, as we've been working on the project, a lore has started to develop and we were able to cross-reference that with some of our favorite games. I think one that comes to mind that really is emblematic of our project is a game like Myst, kind of like a mystery kind of puzzle island with portals and magic. And I think um, as we start to meet new collaborators through the internet, we're starting to talk to different video artists and programmers and and, and designers who are going to help us build this world. But it's going to take a long time. So I think as we start off, we're kind of looking more at like mini games and um, almost like live action role playing. Like what can we do in the real world that expresses this hidden world that we want to build eventually? Nice. That's awesome. I I played Mist a lot and my dad was really into that when I was younger, but that that's a cool game that's very like scary but fun yeah. and ex- exploration like Yeah, my mom got me into it too. That's funny. Yeah, there's that early <laughs> kind of era of like click clickable worlds. Mhm. No, an- another great Canadian artist, Purity Ring just did a clickable website to hear their new single early. Nice. And that was something that was really fun for us because it took us back to the era of being online as a kid and there maybe wasn't necessarily strategy guides or communities, so you kind of had to feel it out yourself. Mm-hmm. For, for us, I think we're just most focused on ways that we can um, make the music interactive to the people that are listening. And so trying to gamify it seems like a natural progression. And with some of the issues that we're talking about on the CP, which is kind of focused on like environmentalism, we're trying to think of ways that we can maybe gamify initiatives to help clean up the world. Um, so there's kind of like this hand in hand between the the video game world and then trying to make the the real world a game too. Yeah, there's there's two characters right now that we're, that we're kind of developing with the help of a few visual artists. And one is named Seed Planter and the other is the Trash Collector. So a lot of our discussions with peers have been, you know, do you see yourself as somebody who's going to go pick up garbage and build something beautiful out of garbage? Or do you want to plant seeds and help the world grow and recover from all the toxic energy that's going around these days? That's awesome. And what do you guys see yourselves as? I think naturally because of like our hobbies and how we, we interact with the world. Like I, I am a, like a garden for fun, for, for mental health and for therapeutic reasons. And Hollow Green is uh, is focused on collecting, um, made, sorry, making art from found materials. So there's kind of been this natural progression that's formed as we've developed yeah. these characters. We, we really like um, milk crates. So we like like to collect milk crates from our neighborhood and then like paint them and build them and put plants in them. And, and we've actually used that to create like stage installations for some of our shows. I think as we move forward, we're trying to think about especially in a world where there's not as many jobs or resources right now how can we just recycle the things that we already have into beautiful art music tools that's awesome i feel that way about milk crates like there's like this evian water one that i really want that's i've seen pictures of on the internet so pretty they're really great but like 
Slow Magic, what do you see yourself as? Like a seed planter or like a trash collector art maker? Well, I just wanted to mention like, I I really like beer crates and I feel like in Europe especially, I've played on a lot of those. True. <laughs> Even True. some stages made out of like drink. I guess I think, it's like various I feel drinks. like you might be a trash collector just based on like the DIY element of like your costume and how it all came together. It's just, just got that sort of like, you could you could make that out of anything you know you're not relying on on other people yeah it's, it's, it's also interesting like as a duo kind of having forced dualities sometimes i mean like well are you trash or are you seed and it's we asked somebody yesterday if they were a trash planter or seed collector and they said they were both so mm. it's possible but it's kind of like a co-op game you know like you can't be both at once you have to choose a lane at least for a few minutes but yeah i think, think i think i am a trash collector um i I want to be a seed planter, but I'm still working on that. You know, like the it's green the thumb. Seed, the seed planting is hard. It takes a lot of effort. Yeah. You did make like some tomato things, but I have to say, <laughs> your costume—you rely on a lot of other people for your costume. Oh, true. Yeah. And that and that is kind of like the the seed planter vibe, or like the community garden vibe. It's like everybody coming together to like nurture and grow something together. So yeah, it's a little bit I, of both. I, I think when we when we first visualized Island, then we would see slow magic and dream partying on the island because it's it is stages made out of sticks and stones and crates and you know old boxes it's not it's not some you know futuristic art stuff it's just chill that's cool let's go yeah i don't know if i'm like a seed (laughs) yeah what are you seed planter or i don't know like i think i'm like a trash collector make things maybe there's a third category we're not yeah, yeah we're missing there's many categories. Yeah. Yeah, of, of course. But I think there is a duality to all <laughs> humans yeah. here. I do yeah, and feel that's like, been something yeah. that we've like explored through our through our um, trilogy of EPs that we've been working on for the past couple of years. Like the first one was was blue themed, and the second one was red themed, and we were feeling like it was really about this duality between like the blue pill and the red pill, and we were like, no, it's it's not about that. So the third EP is like all green themed, because we're I guess trying to be like it's not about this or that it's about like creating your yeah. own alternative it, yeah it does feel like we're forced in general to make a lot of choices and be classified between two groups that usually go against each other i think in music one that comes up a lot is the indie musician versus the pop star right and i think mm-hmm. it's kind of those dualities like you can love pop music and you can also love weird internet noise ambient music you can pick up trash but you can also plant seeds it's all good definitely yeah Everyone's trying to put someone in a box or a genre, but really, nobody is one thing. Yeah, true. Exactly. We're all just trying to figure each other out. <laughs> um, well, speaking of figuring each other out, how did you two meet? <laughs> that was a segue. That was a segue. Yeah, so we were just, I guess, wandering in the forests of Toronto and collided mm-hmm. in, the, in the West End. And then we started to talk about, I think, movies and art. And then naturally, it just kind of made sense that we would spend more time together and, you know, consume music and art. I think one day um, we were feeling really inspired. We had seen some, went to some music festivals, saw some artists like Odessa and Mo. um, And it was a really inspiring summer. And then we said, you know, let's lay down some of our own songs. And it just kind of started to take shape from there. Awesome. Um, okay, yeah, like, 
what other inspiration maybe did you draw from then or now? It could be anything really. Oh man. Um, right now we're, I think our favorite artist right now that we're both inspired by is Blade and like Lady, Lady the whole Drain Gang yeah. vibe. Um, Echo 2K. Uh, Young Lean. Stars. Um, there's just this whole like DIY energy to it all that feels like it's not it's not seeking like out, outside validation it's just like moving forward regardless of what the world is doing and it's been really not uh, really beautiful to see it build naturally and um the music also progress that's something that we've been really loving right now and also just how it kind of it's it's fluid music it's like we were talking to somebody about it and they were they were giving us a bit of pushback and they were like it's not this music isn't a clap it's a wave and we were like that's kind of the point that's why we like it yeah I think in general like the the number one thing that drives us is kind of people and places that are very like open to sharing and encouragement and I think one community that's been really valuable for that is we've also worked uh, a lot on every single piece of music we've made with our friend Bo um, who's based out of Berkeley California Um, and that was a place where we went and we had expectations of walking into a studio and being told oh yeah, the chorus has to come in 30 seconds and this vocal isn't good enough and kind of all these rules and structures. And it was the first time where we had a musical collaborator just be like, well, what do you want to do? And let's try this and plug it into this. And I think that energy, whether it's Blady or whether it's working in a studio or it's your cat or your friends, anytime there's an environment where you're really free to express and kind of try things and make mistakes and not really feel judged, I think that's something we really try to create in our shows and in our music and that's what we look for in other people so Mm -hmm. i think seeing international kind of artists rise up with that mentality is is probably the most energizing thing for us awesome yeah and i think that for the cp that's been one of the the biggest things for us is opening it up to collaborators and that's kind of been where we've been taking most of our inspiration from is not um other musicians who are like you know like on the charts or killing it and streaming it's just like who do you know around you and how can you take inspiration from the piece of people closest to you nice that's cool i i'm a huge blady and young mm-hmm. young lean fan yeah i nice. love young lean and we actually met blady and young lean but we met blady <gasps> randomly Japan. on the street oh my god oh my god <laughs> that's amazing it was a surreal experience we were in <laughs> yeah it sounds like a dream yeah, we're in Harajuku, um, which I don't know if people know that. It was just like a place where there's like a ton of crazy mm-hmm. yeah, fashion yeah, and girls, toys. Uh, Gwen. Yeah. <laughs> she branded it. She's got it out there. Yeah, right? but no, we were just walking in. Um, you tell the story. Well, <laughs> from the back, we saw their manager who we had been on tour with um, when we went on tour with Young Good, maybe like the year before. And cool. Slow Magic was like, that is... Emilio, their manager, and I was like, "No, it's not. You're being weird." But it was Emilio, and it was Blady. Yeah, he was so nice. It's the nicest. Blady was so nice to me. It was so. He was like the nicest person I met. I know. Like That's we talked so nice about it afterwards. We we're like, he's so nice. Like, and that, I mean, yeah, that energy has been incredibly we'll inspiring. It. It's uh, to to hear it musically. I yeah. think there's a lot of artists that are maybe putting out work that seems a bit tougher and cool and sharp around the edges, but. You get them in a room and they're a soft, nice person. And I think it's nice to see artists translating that to their listeners who need it most. That's true. Yeah. He is himself, I feel like. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, on that same night, we were able to go to see Young Lean in Tokyo. We didn't nice. even know he was playing. 
That was one of my favorite concerts ever. Yeah, and Blade That sounds like a great night. Yeah, Uh, Young Lean and Echo were supposed to come to Toronto, but everything got canceled. Mm, Yeah, that's... It's hard. Maybe, Maybe in a year or two. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be there. Can I ask a random question? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you guys seen Serial Experiments Lane? Uh, the anime? Yes. No, but we just finished um we just finished finished Evangelion and we've been looking for one to watch next and some people have been recommending this. Well, there's like the girl in it uses this like computer called a Navi. I don't know if you got any inspiration from that. Mm. And I think um, we should watch we, it. The, I think the primary source of inspiration is from zelda for this mm. oh. we're big we're big ocarina of time heads nice yeah i've never played that but <laughs> I, really. i've done yeah. it. I have to wait for the hd remaster that's coming out in 50 years it'll be really <laughs> hey maybe two years we'll see but maybe we'll two see. months who knows <laughs> i think we'll i'm the gamer the gamer of the two of us yeah i don't have like the appropriate attention span how many <laughs> how many hours did Zelda's you end hard. up putting into uh new horizons Oh, we're, that, that doesn't count. I guess we're I both gamers <laughs> for New Horizons, and we're we're in the three hundreds, I believe. I hope not. I haven't checked in a while. I've kind of, it's kind of like the excitement of it has kind of fizzled out. Yeah, don't tell anybody. Yeah. But right, that well, doesn't right now, mean. I'm just like yeah. I want all new villagers. I'm just like no offense to mm. them all, but I'm just kind of like bored. Yeah, I want I want more furniture. I want more. Yeah, like I, the, my store is like the same <laughs> furniture. Like I'm like put some furniture in this game if you want me to come back. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. constantly re- um, tempted to like just reset my island and start fresh. Mm. Not yeah. that like I want to like decorate my house. I just want to know that that furniture is there. Yeah, it's just. I think yeah, Nintendo like got us all addicted, so now it's their fault that we want so much more. Like we need a fix because we're falling. <laughs> yeah, well, there's this whole like there hasn't been a Nintendo Direct in like a year, and the people want answers. It's <laughs> I'm I'm personally needing to take. A, a break from watching all these YouTube videos speculating. It's driving me crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least people are making content, you know? <laughs> yeah. Except for <laughs> Nintendo He's Direct. no shortage. Creators. But what was your favorite band in high school? Ooh, um, I think it's actually funny because, like, the, one of the first things we bonded over was, um, like, one of our favorite bands is Death Cab for Cutie. Which is nice. probably maybe seems a bit. I don't know how that. But yeah, I, I, I think they're the only band, maybe for both of us, that's really just kind of stuck. Yeah, been the constant. Yeah, because I think with the OC, um, just kind of cementing that into youth culture mm-hmm. at a time when we were growing up. Nice. We like we tried to them. watch the OC. Yeah. But we both love Death Cab and the Postal Service and all that. But I don't know. That show's like very orange. I oh like yeah, it and I, I saturated. I like <laughs> kind of refuse to watch it because I'm like, this is so orange and like, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know it. if I could watch it if I didn't, if I wasn't watching it like live. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a weird nostalgia <laughs> trip, but I, yeah, I don't know if it ages well. Yeah. But Death Cab, that we love Death Cab as well. Yeah, Death Cab's amazing, um, and they're one of the best bands live too. Their live, their live show is always super, super yeah. tight. And, and that was kind of an energy that brought us out to California, just knowing that, you know, we could look at the liner notes of one of our favorite CDs as growing up and say, hey, you know, you were part of this album. Can we come try some stuff in a studio? And just being introduced to a community of creators who, despite their success, are really open to kind of sharing and teaching. 
think that's been something that's really inspiring with that band as well as they do a lot to make sure that their fans and that their communities thrive and are really open and positive. And I think that's pretty important and, and, and one of the reasons why they're able to stick around for so long. Awesome. So um, were you able to work with someone? I, I, I'm confused. Did you work yeah, with someone I, who worked with Death Cab? Yeah, we, I think Michael mentioned, or sorry, Holland, oh, we mentioned earlier that I we... I heard a um, name. Who's Michael? <laughs> I don't know who Michael is. We, uh, sorry. We, um, yeah, we flew out to California. Uh, we've gone down a couple times to work with Bo Sorensen, who did some engineering on a couple Death Cab albums. Um, nice. and so they, they, he works at a, a studio in California called Tiny Telephone, which is like a all analog studio where most, of, most of the bands come and they, they track directly a tape. So Death Cab's, uh, tracked yeah. a couple records there, I think. Yeah. We were lucky to get a, a tour, uh, on one visit of the original Tiny Telephone, which had like the transatlanticism gold record hanging on the wall. And that was really magical. And that space actually just closed down because the rent in San Francisco is, is, is so hard to afford. Mm. Um, but what was really cool about the person who started this community of studios, their name is John Vanderslice. And they moved to San Francisco in the late 90s with the idea of just waiting tables and serving food and opening a community music space with the goal of keeping uh, the rates for the studio so low that every day of the year it would be booked and that <clears throat> indie artists with not a lot of budget could have access to really great synthesizers and drums. Um, so I think that kind of attitude kind of feeds back into that idea of community is here we have this great space and we're not going to make it so expensive that only label artists can use it. It was really great as a new artist to say, hey, here's a Moog synthesizer and a drum kit and like an AMS delay and a big Neve desk. And we had no idea what to do because we were making music on laptops. So I feel like it was a pretty transformative experience. Oh, that's amazing. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, I, I'm not familiar with the engineers of that record by first name <laughs> basis yet, but I should be. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. just shows how hardcore fans we are. We're like studying them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bo, Bo is cool because he's really into synthesizers. And I think mm. Plans for Death Cab was the first album where they started to use synthesizers and kind of take a more hi-fi approach. So in our, in our time with him, we re realized that he's a person who in his collaborations really brings an experimental electronic edge to projects. So that was kind of what he did for us was break down these barriers of thinking about MIDI and laptops and say, Hey, we can just plug in a bunch of stuff and just kind of twist knobs and not really think about it and create cool textures. And that's something that we've really taken back to all of our music is just like get weird with the knobs and touch it and slide it and see what happens and not think too much about what anything really does or means. Awesome. Nice. So what do you guys do to overcome creative blocks? Ooh, that's a good question. It, it feels like maybe we weren't so good at it for a long time and it would be hot and cold. Um, but as we were kind of going to art school a little bit just to learn some more video and, and visual things, and I think the most important thing that we've taken away from that is I think a lot of people like look at an art piece and think, oh, what inspired you to make it? And I think more just trying to be like, well, what do we want to say first? Because mm -hmm. I think that concept and that idea is really important. I think that's maybe been a shift that's helped us thinking less about what's the product and more about like, how do we feel making it and making lots of stuff and then sitting back after and seeing what was good or not. Because it's, it can be really frustrating when you sit down at the computer and you spend 20 minutes and it just doesn't feel good and you get frustrated and you give up. So just trying to break through those moments and say, hey, Let's just do it. Like, let's just save that idea and move on and make another one and just keep going. 
Yeah. And I think in general, also just like every so often, every couple of months, just kind of doing something to give your brain like a reset, whether it's like going somewhere new or, um, I don't know, like meditating or changing your consciousness yeah. somehow just to try to like give yourself a reset. It can be really beneficial. Yeah. It maybe feels like it's easy to get burnout you know, with this independent kind of creator lifestyle that a lot of us are leading now, like there's not necessarily milestones or traditional progression and it can feel very hot or cold. So I think, you know, just taking moments to say, maybe this, this day we shouldn't worry about emails or social media or writing something and maybe go on a bike ride to the other side of town and try and find a new little area. And it feels like a lot of those journeys often result in being like, Hey, I'm really excited. Let's go home and you know, go make a song or something. Nice. That's, that's all really helpful advice. Like, I feel like I need to take all that advice because mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know all too well that opening the computer mm -hmm. and getting stuck immediately and just giving up. <laughs> well, well, you maybe to ask a question back. Um, you know, you both seem like pretty productive, creative people who I think since we found out about your projects for the past several years, it seemed like a consistent output. Just there's always a remix or a, a podcast or a cool post or something on Patreon. So how to how have you built a, a lifestyle and a structure to kind of perpetuate that? Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, um, I was really thinking about that hard. I would say that we often get very discouraged and then we just like talk about it, maybe obsess over it. But like you really can't, sometimes you just can't push inspiration. You know, you just got to like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but like, no, it makes it's sense. hard. It's a lot of like upkeep and maintaining, like just talking about things and honestly planning. I went to art school mm. too, and I learned the one thing to like keep yourself going is just planning. You have to like plan things. Mm. You got to spend time, do your research, plan. Yeah, that's yeah. something you've taught me more. But I think that we don't have a good answer, which is why we're asking everyone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, we're really just. But I think, like you said about meditating or just True. taking a walk, like yeah, we take a lot of walks. Um, yeah, that is the hard part of, of like having a job that's creative, I guess, is like, yeah, sometimes you have to force it in a way to get something done, but you you can't force it always. So I don't know. I, I think that the approach is important. Like you said, like, what are you trying to do or say? Yeah. Yeah. I think, More yeah, intentional. It's, it's, it's yeah, with the planning, it's always hard because I feel like like as artists, it's just we always want to follow our impulses and it gets really hard to plan things out yeah. months in advance. Mm -hmm. Just like want to go. Yeah. yeah. And that, and that's why it's just like I feel like we're just trying to learn not to be hard on ourselves. It's like, you know, like especially right now with everything going on in the world, it's like, OK, we've you know, you might feel pressure to get out and do stuff. But like you, you really can't without putting people at risk right now. So it's like everybody's just taking this big collective breath. And I think that's one thing that like. We all need to remember to do on the day to day. It's, it's funny mm -hmm. to talk about plans because I remember uh, Ben Gibbard from Death Cab made the joke about plans saying, you know, every time you make a plan, God laughs because if you can't really plan like you can, but things can get messed up at any moment. So it feels like maybe 50% planning and 50% throwing caution to the wind and just going with things as they happen. I know maybe a few months ago this year felt like, okay, cool, have a really exciting opening slot. You know, we're going to work on the live show and you know, do some art shows and stuff and kind of that felt like it was going to be the year. But instead it's like, no, you're actually going to stay at home for months and months and obsessively work on new music to the point that it drives you insane. But 
it's okay. And like rolling with that and knowing that sometimes like maybe the song can, you know, maybe we can push the deadline a week and go on a bike ride instead and just try mm-hmm. and breathe through it. Cause I think one thing for me that I always try to remind myself is if I had accomplished my dreams and played, you know, the, the 2 million person festival in the clouds with lady and slow <laughs> magic, that would be awesome. But at the end of the night, we're all just going to go home and it's still the same video games and the still the same YouTube videos and the same snacks in the fridge. So just trying to be grounded and know that there's no rush. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all need to be a little easier on ourselves because yeah, everything's crazy. And yeah, sometimes I feel like maybe creative people, maybe everyone is like putting a lot of pressure on themselves when really you don't have to just, it's true. just think yeah. of like self-care and what yeah, you really nicely. Need. Yeah. You know, yeah like, to, to bring it full circle. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of like what the song's actually about. It's just like, there's so much coming at us every day and it's hard to to figure out where the lines are drawn between our own reality and like the people that we're engaging with online and what we see on Instagram and YouTube and it can get hard and sometimes you just need to like breathe through it. Yeah I I really like what the lyric Navi wrote about waking up on the internet from a safe state and I think that's really relatable to me because I think you know I think of video games I think of you know you're right about to fight Ganon and then you shut down your Nintendo, but then you open it up a week or a year later and it's still there. You're right in front of Ganon. You're about to fight him. And I think that energy does apply to our use of the internet. It's whatever drama or stress or news or whatever it is, like it's kind of always there. Just remembering like, you know, we can put down the phone sometimes. We can let the batteries die. And just because there's like people to fight for and things that we care about, like we can't let that negativity take over our own well-being or else we won't be able to fight for those people and help them. Do you ever feel like you see internet drama though and like you find like not stress in it but relief <laughs> which is really like, sure. you have like a weird like guilty pleasure internet person that you enjoy just being like whoa well there, there's there's two sides to that because on the on the idea of like mental health and positivity we've recently um found this incredible creator from south america who's on instagram is called third world quality and they make these memes that are specifically really big with Blady fans Um, and they're just really inspirational like drink water and touch the earth and that's maybe not dramatic but it's been really helpful (laughs) for us because it's like somebody just saying you know go like love yourself live your life don't worry maybe on the drama side of things though like who's who's funny that's like I mean yeah we definitely get sucked into it a lot especially anything that's like related to any musicians that we like Mm-hmm. And that's where it gets so complicated to like separate the music from the art. Sometimes it's it's really conflicting, actually. Yeah. Like a lot I think, of the time, uh, cringe compilations on YouTube. We haven't watched many of those, but a friend showed us once. There's some really good, yeah, cringe comps. <laughs> I don't know. Like yeah. we've, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I don't want to shit talk anyone, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wouldn't say it's shit talking. Sometimes, like for a while, I got really into like looking at Lil Xan. I don't listen to Lil Xan, but. I was like very intrigued by his like possible pregnant girlfriend who turned out not to be pregnant. Oh yeah. I don't know, like I lived for that for like a Yeah, it's bit. like a real life soap opera. Yeah. Right? I loved it. But we were you know both cr- like really cringing this week with like this like Grimes and Elon Elon Musk stuff. We're like, oh, this is just mm. like awful. Yeah, I think that that couple is very specific because we we love like Grimes as like a Canadian. Like, yeah, music this whole star, year is like a Grimes cult yeah. fan has just been like so horrible it's like a roller coaster yeah it's like i want to be your fan but like what are you doing (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm and over I think here. That, just... that does that does feed back in the whole idea that it's like our peers and our friends are the ones making the music and the art that we crave, and to kind of sometimes idolize people on the internet. Can, yeah, it can get a little bit out of hand. I think more of that realization that these people are all normal. Yeah, and, and it's and, also and they weird. live in the yeah. lens of media, and that manipulates their lives. It's, it's also, not really fair. It's to weird lately because it's like through the past couple of years, you know, through like the Me Too era, like it's it's. I feel like it, where we are right now, it's coming to a head. Like there's there's things in Toronto that are circulating, so it feels like the drama is like so close to home where it used to be like you know you'd see articles about like like R. Kelly, and now it's like okay, well, there's like your local neighborhood R. Kelly that you didn't even know about. So it's like that but social media. What are you has, guys talking about? There's just like a list going around in Toronto right yeah. now of like sexual abusers and like just because Toronto is like a small city and like the music industry, it's like there's like five people on the list that you're like, oh, I, I've maybe met that person before. So it's like, it's wow. no, it's it's like this used to be internet drama, but now it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just like. Yeah, there is like a merging of worlds, especially because like we reflect on it right now because there's social distancing and not as many real life hangouts. A lot of that's gone online, whereas you're meeting people online and you're your friendships right now, anybody we met in the last three months, it's like we only know them on the internet right now. Kind of, it does feel like those worlds are bleeding into each other. Definitely, yeah. That's crazy though. Never knew anything like that existed, but yeah. Yeah, just, I feel um, like I've seen it. Like we've we've seen like, it's just like a can- part of cancel culture, you know, like people like, like circulating lists and stuff like that. And like, you wonder if people are being held accountable. It's just, it's a weird time on the internet. Definitely. What were you saying then? Oh, I'm just like stuck thinking like, um, what if life had safe states? Like, that'd be nice. Like the United yeah, States. Yeah, like <laughs> states or no? Yeah, that's what that's what we were thinking about as we were writing this song. It's like that's kind of like what Instagram feels like. Sometimes you like you wake up and you look at your story from the last day, and you're like, okay, so we're like that's where I left off. What's what's the next part of the story? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like we didn't we didn't used to have that, but like. Now the internet's giving us ways to record ourselves yeah. and save it and then come back to it. But also at the same time, like there's also like cheat codes, you know, like mm-hmm. like Photoshop is almost like a cheat code. It's like, oh, you want to put yourself on the internet, but change how you look. You know, you can manipulate time and space. And I think it's cool and it is very video game like, but it's also something to be weary of because I think we all maybe get sucked into the the screen, the liquid crystal portal sometimes. And it's, you know, it is, it's like a mirror, right? It's like, it's cool to like post an image and interact with people in real time and share voice notes with people across the world. But sometimes you wonder like, what am I missing? That's like just outside my window. And you put the phone down and you walk in your neighborhood and you're like, oh, I never even noticed that house. And it has like a really beautiful cat. Mediating those two things feels like really important. Definitely. Well, this week we listened to Sad Age by Isla Den. Um, and I wanted to just ask before we wrap up this, uh, do you have like some plugs or like, where can people find you? world, The cool place. Check out. Yeah, we're awesome. on, um, we're on all streaming services for music. Um, we're isladen.world on Instagram, isladen on Twitter. Um, I think we have pretty good seo if you search yeah. your name because it comes up at first time we made we it we made up a, a, a name so. but it also overlaps in the spanish language other stuff that comes up yeah nice well that's easy um isla den dot world yeah 
Also, right now we're doing virtualgarden.world because we're building a virtual garden and we're looking for fellow gardeners to help us grow the garden. So if anybody wants to come garden with us. Is that like um, a real, does that like contribute to a real garden somewhere? Or is it like? It's all all just kind of evolving, but there will be real gardens. There will be pixel gardens. Cool. Yeah, we're going to be building it over the next few months as we release our EP, which is also called Virtual Garden. Yeah, awesome. So that's a secret cool. for now. Thank you so much for being here, Isla Din. And we let's all take one deep really breath together. Really enjoyed talking to you. Let's... That was clean, wasn't it? That felt great. Right. Well, good luck yeah. on your Isla Din. Thank you guys and... so much for having yeah, us. Yeah, thank you so much. It was, it's a dream come true. Please have us on your island when when we can. When it's open. Visit. You guys we'll, are always invited. We'll send a map as soon as they're done. And congrats on the new. Uh, music and everyone go check it out and buy it and subscribe and like ring the bell to join the club so thank you so much to them for sharing your song with us and for talking to us it was a really great fun interview so inspiring too inspired yes i'm gonna inspire i'm gonna use the advice of creative blocks because i've been having those a lot lately have you yes i feel like i'm always having them (laughs) maybe out there have have you guys been having creative blocks i don't know maybe it's just the time maybe it's the you know the year that we're living like maybe it's just a sad age yeah true (laughs) yeah well speaking of let's talk about this all right (laughs) okay so it's a sick song it's been catchy Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say it's catchy and it's been stuck in my head for days. And yeah, it just it's sick. True. Fair. Me too. Should we talk about our playlisted yes. section? All right, let's do this. Let's just, we don't have to explain it. I think we can explain it. I don't think anyone's it. new here. Yeah, and I think they can catch on. We've actually closed the door to new listeners. This everyone listening right now, you're in the club. We're at capacity, so that's not even true. Let's do playlist. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, do you want to go first? Yes. Okay. What's your first? My first song is by Sophie, and it is like we never said goodbye, and that sounds like this. Then I put Sad Age right there. And then after that, I would put My Partner by Young Good or Good. I'm not quite sure what. Good. Good. Formerly Young Good. Yes. And that sounds like this. Nice. That's a good vibe you got going there. What about you? Um, yeah, so first choice of mine in my playlist where I'm trying to explain it. Okay, so my first one is Pixel Lord 
Fix Me by nice. Pixelord. It's like this. that song I, cool, I feel like cool. it's got some similar I agree textures uh, I like then textures would, is a good word <laughs> <laughs> then I would put sad age yes and then I would put song by the postal service natural anthem Well, that song has some good textures and uh, some distortion, and I just feel like, I don't know, I like the distorted parts in Sad Age. I just, maybe because we talked about Ben Gibbard and Death Cab and, you know, Postal Service, I just felt right picking yes. that song. Because who doesn't love Postal Service? True. Um. So that was our playlists, and... Those are some good songs. Yeah, those are good songs. I mean, everyone should go listen to all these songs. Um, and until you can listen to Sad Age, just listen to these songs. And when Sad Age comes out, drop it in your playlist. Twice. Yep, twice. That's how you must listen to our playlist. Yes. And next up, we have a fun little section we like to call Hashtag Mood. <laughs> And we, <laughs> it's hard for me not to explain it. We talk about a mood this song is to us. Yes. So let's take it away. Okay. So... <laughs> At the same time, one, two, three. Okay, you first. Okay. So mine would be, just imagine, it's like a view from someone like behind. And they're just like lying in bed and they sit up. And then, like, there's, like, explosions that you can see, like, going on in front of them. Not, like, fireworks. Like, shit is going down. Like, buildings Ooh. are being, like... Destruction. Yes, destruction. But it's, nice. like... I don't know why this would be happening. I hope it wouldn't be happening. That's what I imagine. What about you? Nice. That's cool. Um. Okay, so for me, I was imagining like a really futuristic space station where everything is clean and you're just running around the space station having fun running breaking around. the rules because <laughs> you're not allowed to run in a space station that's nasa's rules but you're just having fun running around that space station nice and there's an alien cool. and they're nice you want They're your some, friend. You want to know something about like the International Space Station? Yes. Like this is Bonus a rule fact. by NASA. Like you have to know Russian. Really? Yeah. Wow. Is that because they've gone up there too and you might run into a Russian up there? I honestly don't know, but I feel like Russia is all about the space station. Yeah. Well, do they also... I once knew, but I don't know anymore. It's the International Space Station. Maybe you just have to know it because there's Russians there as well. Yeah. 
Wow, that's a lot to learn. You have to learn rocket science, and then you have to learn another language. And you have language. to be like a pilot already, and all this stuff. Hmm, that's tough. I mean, space sounds cool, but I'm gonna stick down on Earth. Yeah, that was like literally never my dream to I'm like. A, I'm gonna chill here. Yeah. I think it'd be cool though. Someday we'll be able to go up there for two hundred bucks or whatever. I'm like, is the International Space Station, like, Russian? I think there's a Russian side of the International Space Station. Oh, crazy. I don't know what that means. I mean, the space race was... No, I get that, but... Russia Russia versus USA. I remember. I was there back in the day. No, I wasn't. I'm not that old. Okay, when you imagine the International Space Station... Like, I imagine it to be, like, gigantic for some reason. Like, like actually gigantic. Like, I imagine this big ring that you can walk around, like, in all these TV shows. How big is it? I don't know. Oh, I figured, I figured out why you have to know Russian. Okay. So, the official working language abroad the station is English. However, since the end of NASA's space shuttle program in 2011, Russia's Soyuz spacecraft is the only way of traveling to the ISS, and since all its controls are in Russian, every astronaut must learn the language. Oh, crazy. Okay, cool. So it's like the mechanisms are printed in Russian. That's that's crazy. Yes. That's cool. Um, awesome. Well, that has been a bonus fact. Um, we just learned that live on air. Yes. That's so cool. Fresh from... The- from Google. <laughs> Yeah. Shout out to Google sponsoring this episode. Yes. Just kidding. They're on that. They're not. But that's awesome. Well, we had such a fun time listening and talking, listening to the song, talking to the the song writers, and that's all I have to say. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for talking to us. And ans- and like you answered all of my questions. It was a great chat. Yes. All right, now it's time to answer a question from our very own patron. (laughs) We have one patron. (laughs) Well, we have one Patreon, and that's where you can join us and become a play pal, imaginary friend, all in one, and ask us a question. You can be the one patron to ask us a question. Yeah, each week. Yes. So... What is the question this week? So oh, this, it's patreon.com slash slow magic. Yes. And this one comes from Rocket Chips. And he asked a few like questions that I feel like I'm going to choose some of them and we can answer them like pretty quickly. Okay. Shout out Rocket Chips. Yeah. Shout How's out Rocket going? Chips. So first one is what is the most useful thing you own? Okay. Computer. Wanna, mine's like my phone. Nice. Or my computer. Nice. That's easy. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay, what's the first thing you notice about a human? Or a person, I don't know why I said human. Um, you first. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like one thing, maybe not the first thing, but like if someone's sense of humor is like in line with mine. Oh, nice. But I don't know. I thought it was like, I'm like forehead? Like, I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> no, I feel you. I'm saying Face? like once you get past all that. I'm not going to say eyes because like, I feel like eye contact is like a horrible thing hard that's hard to do. To do right away, but forehead. 
Okay, if it was like physical, maybe hair. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. Shoes, because like I'm always looking down. <laughs> Trying to avoid the eye contact. Eye contact. <laughs> All right. The next one is sweater or hoodie. Lately, I've been loving my Manila Killer hoodie. It's True. so warm. And I'm going to go out of the box here, and I'm going to say a cardigan. Whoa. Which I guess is a sweater. I'd say sweater really for you, but yeah, that's a sweater. Yeah, like hoodies, like, I always feel like I'm trying to be something I'm not. Mm. I feel like a poser. Well, you got to learn how to skate if you're wearing a hoodie. Not saying that I don't look cute in a hoodie, because I do. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. You do. I don't know, you guys. So the next one is, uh, this one I honestly don't have an answer for, but what's the most awesome excuse you've made? I don't have um, that one. I think we should skip that one. I want to have a good answer for that. Me too. My but honestly, is, I, don't I don't have a good answer for this because I left it in the microwave. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay, the last one is, after you've dropped a piece of food, what's the longest time you've left it on the ground and then ate it? Uh, longer than I should have. I'm going to say literally no time at all because I don't, if something drops on the floor, I'm disgusted and I won't get involved. Like, yeah, I don't see you ever eating something off the ground. Have you? No. Yeah, but I have. Like, if you are like five second rule, I'm like, no, like that's like your, no, it's, each second, no. It's been a while, but I've done like 30 seconds. Especially in this corona age, do not eat stuff off the floor that you've yeah. been walking on. True, 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 true. Because I've done it, but don't do it. Freaky me out. Or maybe if you washed it off, like if you dropped some fruit. You guys, I'm really passionate about this topic. Well, yeah, you don't want to like waste a ton of food. You can wash well, it off. I'm not dropping like a whole sandwich. You can't wash that off. If you drop one cherry on the ground, you can wash it off. Yeah, it came from the ground. But yeah, I mean, we're tracking in germs on our feet. And anyway, those are great questions, Rocket Chips. Yeah, thank, thank you so you. much. Um, we also want to give a big shout out to our very important VIPs over on Patreon. And we're going to start off with Aerodynamatic. Anderson Pierce. Ellie Mullins. Joey Weinberg. Kayla Smith. Lex Gabardine. Neil. Riven. And Wayne. Wait, it's Wave. Sorry. <laughs> you <laughs> wave. Need, you need to rewrite that. I am. This is not my best handwriting. Honestly, last time I almost said Wayne too, so. It looks so much like an N. I'm sorry. Well, Wave, we've said your name Fountains at least three times now. Fountains of Wave. <laughs> thanks so much for yeah. being our Patreons as well as everyone else over there. Our Patreons? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we honestly couldn't do this without you. And we really appreciate your support so much. And thanks for being our best friends. Yes. And chatting to us daily on the Discord. Yes. There's so many words. I messed up Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash slow magic. Well, my, like, computer always autocorrects it to pattern. Mm. So it's your, not just us. Your mom always calls it the Pantheon. I think my dad does, too. That's an inside joke, or do they know what it's called? I think they know what it's called okay. now, but at first... <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Thank yeah. you. Thank you to all of our patterns. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I want to extend a very special thanks to more people. And you know who that is? You, listening now. Even yes. if you're not a Patreon, we freaking love you to frick. And we're so grateful for you to, to, to you for listening. 
in yeah. English. I'm working on it. So Russian. This is space station. And please subscribe to our podcast. Give us a review and tell some people about it. Um, because we, uh, help me out here. <laughs> well, honestly, we're just like, we want more people to hear all these songs. But honestly, true, we really are true. so grateful for everybody listening. We really do appreciate it. And we really do appreciate when you leave reviews and it just makes us feel good, you know? And it makes us like feel good that we're making you guys like something you can enjoy and listen to. Yeah, I love hanging out with you and the listeners every week. Me too. Every other week. And if you do want to, we thank everyone for sending their amazing songs to us. We still have a lot to listen to, but if you want to send us your song, go to slowmagic.cool slash podcast and submit your song. Yeah. We can't wait to put our ears on it. Yes. So thanks, everybody. Thanks for coming to our podcast party. Thanks for keeping distance online. Thanks for wearing a mask. Oh, yeah. Wear, wear a mask. Don't be dumb. Okay. Bye. Love you guys. Bye.